leaving it better than you found it. That is one great piece of wisdom that I got to take away from the next interview you're going to get to hear when I had the opportunity to speak with Tracy Van Buren. She is a mentor. She is an event planner and organizer. She also has this wonderful gift that she can bring women together from different backgrounds, different jobs, and collectively we bond. She is the reason why I am following this passion even, because she said, you know, Sinitra, you need to do this podcast for the one person that needs to hear it. So listen close, um, take some notes if you need to think about where you want your friendship life to be at this point in your Gen X life. Enjoy. And don't forget After you listen, share this podcast and you can rate me on Spotify at Gen X Women, Building Confidence and Pimp Slapping Self-Doubt. Hi, everybody. It's Sinitra and you are listening to my podcast. Gen X women building confidence and pimps slapping self-doubt. Today, I have the wonderful uh, opportunity to introduce a lady who I am very honored and proud to know. Um, I've known her for years. And honestly, I think even before I had the podcast bug, I always wanted to interview her just because her walk in my eyes is so successful. It's so proud. It's so amazing. I am... I'm blessed not to be from Charlotte, but to have met amazing people in Charlotte, North Carolina. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce Tracy Van Buren. Yay! Hello, Tracy. How are you? I'm pretty good. Hopefully I live up to that amazing thought that you had of me. <laughs> it's so it's so funny. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually sort of help you live up to that thought. That will be one of my goals today to understand the power of who you are. One of my, the things that I do in my podcast, things that I get to see that I don't think the people I interview really get to feel, but I can tell when you're talking about yourself through the interview process that you're like, wait a minute, that is me. I am that chick she just introduced. So I hope you have that experience today. Um, If you don't mind, if you could tell three things about yourself, Um, your business, a favorite fact, and just something as random as you feel. No, you know what? Scratch the randomness because me and you, <laughs> your favorite quote. So first, introduce yourself. Hello, everyone that's listening. I'm excited that you're tuning in. My name is Tracy Van Buren, a.k.a. Van B. Just simply Van B. Um, I do a couple of things, but what I'm most proud of is that I'm an owner of an event business where we entertain as well as provide services, particularly to women, but we, you know, we let pretty much anybody come in and, and have fun when we have a bash. And what was the other thing that I'm sharing? I wanted to know what your favorite quote is. And the reason why I asked is because I'm starting to learn that throughout this being a grown adult process, mm-hmm. that quotes are 
my mantras and my affirmations. So I love a good quote from somebody that I can share with the audience and hopefully it'll help that person. Okay. My, the one that comes to mind often and even right now is to leave it better than you found it. I don't know who pinned that originally, but as far as I'm concerned, my grandmother was the person that said that the most, who lived it the most and told it to me and it stuck with me. And it's, it's something that I live by, leaving it better than I found it. I love that quote. Um, I love that quote. And that says a lot to me about who you are. Mm-hmm. Because in your being in your presence, so we've gone out to eat. We've been to events together. I always leave being from around you better than I came in. Um, so I can understand why that's your favorite quote. And what I mean to say by that is if I come to the event, you don't know, and you know me, I pretty much always seem happy, um, for lack of a better word, but I can put that face on and come into a situation and personally be intimidated because there's people who I might think who are out of my league or Mm. why am I even allowed to be in this circle? And then I see you. And you say something life affirming. You you'll say something that explains why I'm even at this party and why my presence was important. So I leave like, wow, I was where I was supposed to be doing what I was supposed to be doing. Even with this podcast, you were the one, I've told you this, that really got under me and lit the fire that I had been begging to be lit. Um when you said that this was for the one person that needs to hear it. That stuck with me. Instead of thinking about being in front of the millions of people and talking, there's one person out there that needs to hear this. And that one person, bless their hearts, could be a legacy. I don't know where it could lead. So. I I, I 100% um, uh, um, agree. Um, And well, thank you for that. And a lot of times you do those kind of things when you're not trying to do them, when you just are in that be moment, be who you are, be what you do, be what you believe. And just like negative energy is affections, um, it infects other people. So does good intention and good behavior and leaving it better than you found it. That affects other people as well. And I think that's what you get. When you, when, you know, energy knows energy, whether you call it, you know, religion or whatever you call it, we're affected by that. And when you see it, you want more of it and it grows. So if I'm, I'm walking in a space where, you know, <clears throat> I'm trying not to curse because people know that I can't curse. It's okay. It's me. And I didn't tell you, I want you to just, it's me and you. So if okay. the curse should move you, so be it. <laughs> well, there, well, there you go. We're going to go with that then. Um, when you walk around and you're authentically who you are, you gravitate and you draw people that are your people to that. And they feed off of that. And But they're not feeding off of it in a pariah sense of the word. If I'm in a good mood and I'm only at about 60% and you come in a little, you know, at 40%, that 60 now is kind of almost double and and that's great energy if you will and does that make sense to you it does and and it's weird because i'm learning as i get grown 
that it goes both ways. Energy can be positive and negative. Yes. And there is no up without attitude. down. Right. Your positive positive attitude in the party can get kicked down. So be mindful of who you are around. Mm-hmm. And be mindful of your own mood. You know what I mean? Right. 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 So right. now with that, one of the things I um is self-confidence. <laughs> what challenges have you run into with self-confidence throughout your career, becoming an entrepreneur um, and becoming the, the mentor and role model that you are? What self-doubt things? Because I can't imagine that you have any self-doubt because that's not how I see you. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true though. Well- I will say that it's it's definitely on the light side of any self-doubt. Um, I think we, <clears throat> let me just say, I had a lot of it. I grew up with a lot of insecurities. One of the major ones was, and I don't know if I've shared this story with you, was about my lips. I have very full lips. And as a child growing up in the 70s, th- um, those features weren't celebrated. And it was seen as something negative. And then, of course, unfortunately, you had boys will be boys kind of foolishness. And then you got your jerky older men that made very lewd comments. And so I grappled with that. I grappled with a lot of different things. And there was a turning stone, particularly in that. And if anybody knows me, I don't think I think very few people have ever seen me without lip gloss or lipstick. That's my thing. Mm-hmm. Even during COVID, I, I wore lipstick under my mask everywhere I went. And um, so the point is that as a child, this is one of those turning stones for me. I I felt very uncomfortable. I wanted to have some kind of operation to decrease the size of my lips. And I know people always say, well, there are people buying that or whatever. But when you're going and you're under the gun and you feel bad about yourself, you feel like you're the only one that's dealing with it. And at some point, I remember I'm from Brooklyn and I remember waiting at a mall um, for my aunt to to come and get me. And I'm probably dating myself, but there was a lady, you know, back in the day that they would come at you with the spray bottles and try this and stand in the, the lanes and whatever. And it was an older lady who said, come here, sugar. Let me um try something on you. And it was a fashion fair representative. Ah. And she put some <laughs> lip gloss or lipstick on me. And I don't remember the color, but it was like, really, really blood red. And back in the day, you know, you weren't supposed to wear red because that meant you were grown or lady mm-hmm. of the evening and all this other stuff. That's a whole nother topic. But she went on and on and on about how beautiful I looked. Wow. And while I had my family members to pour into me about how well dressed I was and how you know, academically, I had, how, how well I had done academically, no one really said those type of things. We forget to do that to our kids and even people that we love. And so she made a really big deal about it. I bought this lipstick. I hid it because I didn't think I was supposed to have it, but I, I could not have it. And um, that began my love affair. And so as I went on in life, I made it a point to always wear some kind of tinted lip wear. And it was a daily reminder until I believed it, that I was beautiful. And so to this day, I'm going, that's 
kind of like one of the first things I reach for that in coffee. And that was a confidence thing. Do I have confidence issues sometimes? Yes. But let's be real clear about those words that we use, because I was actually having a conversation with my daughter when we say something has to be one extreme or the other. We mm-hmm. label everything. I'm feeling good or I'm feeling bad. I'm feeling stressed. And sometimes it's not stressed at all. Sometimes it's not bad at all. Maybe it's I'm scared or I'm nervous or, you know, there's a multiple multitude of feelings that we feel. And so um, confidence is just a matter of doing something until you own it. I probably yes. look like a, a um I probably look like a chocolate Ronald McDonald without because I didn't know how to apply lipstick. <laughs> I just knew that it was on my mouth and this lady said I was cute and therefore I am cute. And that's the way affirmations work. That's the way daily practices work. The more you do it, the more you feel confident in it, whatever that thing is. That everything to all of that. Um, mm-hmm. That in itself is a book of wisdom for somebody out there. And for me, I, uh, being a child during the seventies, it's interesting because we had usually uh, boomer parents and our older relatives were boomers. Mm -hmm. They were not raised up in the coddle and tell the child she's beautiful type of, so that's not how they raised their kids. Um, They raised us to be strong, to be, intelligent and good in school but they didn't focus on the oh you're so pretty oh you're so this oh you're so that so it wasn't it's not to take away from being how we were raised but it had an effect later on confidence that who knew they didn't have all the all the self-help books that we have now so i i'm intentional with my daughter um as far as telling her she's beautiful, telling her features on her face that I love so that she can appreciate every aspect of herself inside and out. So thank you for that. I think that is amazing and awesome. Now I'm going to jump a little bit to another space because with the events that you hold that I've been able to attend, they have been mentally helpful and they've provided a lot of information on, oh, did we do something? Hey, you're connected twice, just so you know. Yeah, I, I saw, I'm trying to disconnect that. Okay. Oh, look at you. Okay, got it. I didn't know how to do that at all. <laughs> I Listen, y'all, y'all know I'm sort of new to this podcast game. I'm new, but I'm growing. <laughs> so, um, but back to the events that you have. They're empowering women events and I'm not going to use, I was going to say I'll use the word empowering loosely because some people think of strong, gun-ho, raw, women hear me roar. Your events are empowering to me because I've run into a lot of people throughout my life mm-hmm. who have been intimidated by relationships with women, other women, who have said things like, women can't be friends, women backstab each other. I know it exists because I'm told it exists. But my energy, like you said earlier, is real picky. Oh, it likes to be around. But you embrace the bonding of women. 
I do. And uh, let me, if I can, just take a backstory. Um, let's have a bash the way it is today. Have you ever seen a movie um, where you start out uh, walking through the woods and then you come out of that and there's like a, a dirt road, almost a gravel road, not even a road. And then you keep walking, there's like a dirt road. And then at the clearing of that, you look over and there's like the, a cliff. And when you look over the cliff, there's like a whole nother city and it's beautiful and it's lights and it's like, oh my gosh, all of that was back here. Yes. Have you, have you ever seen so? Okay. That's the, way, mm -hmm. that's the way Let's Have a Bash is taken on its terms. So initially, um, if I could take a moment there, I started with brand personal development and branding. And I also did business branding for other business owners. And as I was doing that, I would go to these events and, you know, everybody was having the VIP seats and the, the little, you remember the bags and you would get the bag in a VIP and it would have like 5,000 business cards and some candy and a chocolate or something. Right. And you'd be like, really? And right. so I, I got annoyed with that. Honestly, I was like, what the hell is this? So there were a couple of clients that I started doing their gift bags for them and made it more structured towards the actual event and the brand and who they, you know, and for the people that they were having the events for. And as that took off, more and more people started asking, enter signature event bags. And then you start doing something else. And I've rebranded because people say, oh my gosh, you know, and, and side note, people will always come and ask you to do things that benefit them. And if you're not focused and you're not confident, you'll sway to what works for them, but it doesn't serve you. So long yes. story short, I got off into doing all kinds of things and I was working with businesses and this, that, and the third. And, and then, you know, we get embarrassed when we say, well, I'm trying something new because you're, you're kind of like somebody's going to look at you and be like, damn, she's trying. Well, how many things she going to try? And I'm yes. going to go ahead and tell you, Sinitra, I'm going to try as many things as I need to try until I get it. Hello. I feel like I'm in my passion lane and the purpose is being fulfilled. Ergo, let's have a bash today. It's an entertainment company, company so I do have events where I invite people. And then I also provide, you know, event services for other people. But when you come to my event, I was, I love the idea of personal development, of all of us being better and what have you. But I am so sick and tired of going to an event where there's just simply a notebook on the table and a pen and a paper and somebody kind of just drolls on for a long time. And I'm yeah. not really sure that it works for me or they speak so highly of themselves that I walk away feeling like, well, damn, she she got her stuff so together. I feel worse now because I should, you know, I'm, I'm what's wrong with me? Forgive me, can we put a pen right there? Yes. Do you know how often that happens? I've tried to explain that to people because people who see me think, oh, she's got it all together. <laughs> oh, that's nice. But I have, if you don't show your yourself right. in that event, I can't relate to you. Right. And, and, so, and, and, I, and, no, and no harm or I'm not, I don't have anybody in, in mind. So this is not one of those 
Exactly. So if you feel hit, then uh, I'm sorry, friend. That this right. may be your that sign for you to kind of pull it together. However, exactly. I, we often see the the built side. I woke up like this. No, you didn't. You your breath was stink. You looked a hot mess. You probably you had to go use the laboratory just like everybody else, and you had to pull it together to look like that. And so a lot of times we go to these events and we see all the beautiful trappings and what have you, and and we had a good time for just a moment, but you you leave there and you feel worse about yourself. So my endeavor with Let's Have a Bash is when I provide events, you've been to a couple of them, and I just want to say thank you for supporting. But when you come. You ever, you ever work with kids and you kind of trick them into having fun? I remember, and I got the idea from my daughter. Everyone calls her the assistant. And so she would kind of just shut down when I would say, let's sit down, get a pen and a paper, and let's let's count. Two plus whatever is whatever is whatever. That's boring. But if we got in the grocery store and she wanted a Capri Sun, and I said, okay, if it's $5.99, how much is that? How many is each one of those. She was quick to count that up. So when okay. I have an event, I do the same thing. We talk about, you know, self-esteem. We talk about all of those things that we as women struggle with, but we have fun with it. Um, on my, yeah, for instance, on my birthday, when you came, how many times are we, we cut, we, what, what did we do? We decorated cake. Yes, <laughs> it was awesome. It was fun. When was the last time you as a kid sat down and colored the kid and you colored or made a mess and played in the sand? That was our version of blowing bubbles, playing in the sand, coloring and, and making a mess. And during that time, your shoulders are down. You're not thinking about what's going on over there, what I need to go back and do. You're in the company of other women. Nobody, nobody knows that you have a million dollars in your account and you have negative 17 in yours. Right now, we're decorating cake, we're enjoying the time, and we're having fun. It was terrific. Um, there are a couple of things that I've experienced at your events. And it's now that I, I hear you say the process, I'm like, oh, from the dancing, I've danced and we had a, it leveled the playing field those activities. Mm -hmm. um, nobody cared about what anybody had on. Nobody cared yeah. about even being a better dancer or not better dancer. We were all there enjoying the moment and enjoying each other's company, which yeah. made it easier to talk about challenges that we were dealing with later. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and, and that's where the focus is. So, um, can you hire me to do something for your birthday? You sure can. As long as it doesn't go against my personal, you know, what have you, some things that we just don't do. Sure, you can do that. And I'm going to put, I'm going to leave it better than I found it. Because that's what you, that's what you wanted and that's what you paid for. But when you come to an event that I put on, whether I am personally hosting it or not, um, we're going to have some fun and you never see it coming. Now, why is relationship in your events important? Relationship building, um, why is that important to you? Because everything revolves around relationships. Business, 
personal life. You have to you have to trust your therapist to get the best from them. You definitely have to trust this young lady putting on these eyelashes. As you, <laughs> you you know what I'm saying? Everything revolves around relationships. And I found that relationships open doors that education and sometimes money do not have a path for. Hmm, that's a deep point. Okay, dig a little deeper because I love that. <laughs> okay. Case in point. Do you remember what you had on in your fourth grade pictures? No, but I bet it was funny looking. <laughs> Do you remember somebody? Huh? It's a, it was an ugly lime green suit that I cried and didn't want to wear. Okay. But you remember how that made you feel. The ugly lime green suit. Your relationship with that ugly lime green <laughs> suit, you immediately drew upon the fact that you it was ugly, you cried, and you didn't want to wear it. Mm -hmm. Now, do you remember the teacher that made you feel really smart, made you feel good, that made you feel like, I like being here? Yes, I do. Mr. Johnson in biology made me feel smart. Right, and you probably worked harder at the relationship or at the goals or the whatever he offered or required you to do because he was kind of raising a bar and you wanted to you wanted to rise to the occasion it's a relationship you had a relationship with that person he made you there was like a give and take that's all relationships are a give and take i thank you for teaching that point right Right. Because that's a powerful point in looking back. And I think that's a point that um, I know I've missed in, I, in relationships with women, relationships with men. And like you said, even in work um, right. or whatever, you have, to, it's a give and take. And it is no matter what happened to you in your past, it doesn't mean that you get to do all the taking. Um, nor should you be postured to be, to do all the giving. It's a, a oh, wonderful balance. That's a, those are called boundaries. And boundaries make for great neighbors. Boundaries make for uh, appropriate and respectful coworkers. They make for the best relationships. And they are extremely healthy for self-care. Oh, I love oh. Um, When it comes to building confidence in somebody who hears your story and says that they can't do it. Like we talked about going into an event and feeling like, oh, those people, um, they're better than me. They've done X, Y, and Z. And we all take that on without knowing that person's story a lot. Mm -hmm. What would you say to that one person who wants to go for it, wants to be an entrepreneur, wants to do workshops with women, what would you tell them to do first? Um, first of all, be kind to yourself. Nobody is going to treat you better than you treat yourself. Nobody's going to love you more than you love yourself, particularly women, um, because we're taught and we're conditioned 
that we want to love on everything and everybody. We, we care for our children. We care for our men and or women, whatever your, whatever relationship type you have. Um, we, we, we nurture everything and everybody. And then we pull, we leave the, the, uh, the very big bottom of the tray for ourselves. So first it's about loving yourself. And people say that all the time, but do you really know what loving yourself means? We often see that as let me go buy something expensive. Let me, you know, Mm -hmm. look Mm -hmm. a certain way because that's now considered acceptable. Loving yourself is really knowing yourself and knowing what works for you. Um, And knowing what makes you happy. Because if I know, like, I am not an outside person at all. I don't like to be hot. Mm -hmm. I'm allergic to everything. So for me to get in a relationship, be it you as my good friend or a significant other under the premises that, yeah, I'll hang out with you. I'll go camping. I can only keep that up for so long. And then I'm back, I'm back alone again because I, I wasn't truthful about myself. So knowing yourself is that love, knowing that these are my boundaries. This is important to me. I got to have this. Um, I'm the type of person that needs to, am I an extrovert? Am I an introvert? Knowing yourself is really the big start. And then once you get that, start acting on it. And it's easier to distance yourself from things and people and places that don't work for you. And it's not that it's a bad thing. It's just not your thing. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely start with knowing myself. I, you know, I, 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 there are a lot of things that I'm learning even at this age and I'm remembering they don't work for me. And so I don't have that frustration because I said yes when everything that's inside of me and who I really am is not okay with that yes. And so I'm doing it resentfully. So I would definitely encourage the person that wants to work with women to start with the woman that's most important to you, the one that shows up in the mirror and be honest about who that is and what that looks like and then go from there. Because when you, here's another story. You know, there are so many types of penguins, right? Mm-hmm. But that doesn't, look it up. And I looked this up and I don't know all the details. So I don't want to, offer any facts that aren't true but there are so many different just let's just use birds so many different types of birds eagles don't hang out with robins and hummingbirds don't hang out with you know um other types of birds so we're all women find what works for you and you will attract yourself just like we as women you know you could be in a crowded store you can hear a baby cry and you know if that's your baby or not yeah that's yeah. the same way knowing yourself is then you you attract your tribe you attract your people and that, uh, those people are your audience so then they want to hear what you have to say that's awesome i didn't even think about the audience part that's that's everything it's it's important that i hope whoever is listening that needs to hear this if you had a an experience that you consider negative when you were in a group of women, maybe that wasn't your tribe. And maybe you weren't being true to who you are and what you want. So don't give up on empowering relationships. Don't give up on confidence building relationships. 
just because of a past experience. Because what that's going to do, and in listening to you, what I feel like that'll do, it's going to limit your future. And we are, I, um, my, my audience is Gen X, but this is across the board. And as a Gen X person, my expectation is to live another 50 years. So you are constantly growing, gaining wisdom and maturing. Don't give mm -hmm. up on now on being the best person that you can be, as well as being a blessing to the person next to you. So this is great. I am so glad I'm having this opportunity with you. Um, I am going to, one thing, because I have, I, I wanted to, because I know you like Prince. So yeah, this is a totally out of left field, right? <laughs> yes. Well, first let's be clear, my friend. I don't like Prince. I <laughs> love Prince. I stand corrected. Mm -hmm. so, I like in these things because I want people to, this is the real woman, y'all. She's done great yes. things, but she's a real woman. Yes, 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 yes. I, go ahead, go ahead. Um, one, let me hit you with one trivia. Uh, Prince is, is, is that his real name? And if so, can you give the full name? Are you serious? Uh, listen, I am, I'm. <laughs> Prince, Rogers, Prince Rogers Nelson. Did you yes. know, did you know that there, you know how you have Wikipedia? Yes. There's a Princepedia. Are you serious? There is. <laughs> that has just kicked all of my trivia out the door because clearly you have gone to Princepedia. <laughs> yes. Yes. For those who love the purple man, that is all of that. Like I do just definitely check it out. It's Princepedia. Let me see if I can recall how to spell it. It's, um, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. P-R-I-N-C-E-P-E-D-I-A. And if that one doesn't work, go to prince.org. That is awesome. So yeah, I'm going to shut down. I just shut down my whole trivia game. Um, Do you know why I like Prince? No one's ever asked me that. Are you right? And you know what? That is a good, why do you like Prince? Um, first of all, my uncle was a DJ back in the day when, you know, and they still do now with all the crates and the records and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was fascinated by the one album cover. I thought his hair was all of that and then some. He had like the Farrah Fawcett, you yes. know, little wings <laughs> in his hair. And girl, he was he was like a pegasus. He was he was on the horse. He was half horse in his one album cover and half man. And he had the little hamburger meat on his chest. Yes. I was just so, so enamored by him. And I think I was like, I couldn't have been more than 10 or 12. And my uncle would play him and Armitage Juice Jones. And I don't know how the two got Walking together. In but the rain. Yes. I think he was going through something. And so he needed a little freaky moment and a little, I hate yeah. you girl moment. But anyway, um, <laughs> uh, he, I started liking Prince and I just, I fell in love with him. Not, not like a lot of women. I'm not the person that just thinks, oh my God, he's so sexy. And I, I've never actually thought about him like that. I thought about him like he would be 
a best guy friend. Like we would hang out and whatever. But I love his his work ethic. I love his how smart he was. I love that he followed his passion. This man's first song was done when he was seven years old. And he had a band at eight, at age 13, I believe. And so that's really somebody following their theme. And during that time, it was unheard of. And, we, and this still part about relationships and knowing you, the more authentic he was with his attire, you know, how he seemed, all of those things, he got his people and his tribe found him internationally and then we're not even going to get into all the philanthropic stuff that he did by helping people and having concerts and donating all of the money and he was a jehovah's witness and he believed you know i'm not but he was at some point and he would still go and knock on doors i don't imagine they were doors in my brooklyn neighborhood but you know (laughs) (laughs) so i just that kind of person that's just I am who I am. You see it. This is what it is. And like it, leave it a lump it. If, if it's not for you, turn the radio station or keep on moving because I'm the baddest man on heel that is still, that will steal your girl. And I, I just like that kind of confidence. I guess I've always have. You know what? I am so impressed with, with all of that because I never thought about the reason of the why. And he, you're right. He is the baddest dude on heels ever so yes bring us in and because i want you to highlight you too so how can people find out more information about your business and how can they reach you okay i am on instagram facebook twitter linkedin the whole nine my name is tracy van buren and um i'm that van b girl on instagram as well as um, Twitter. Um, for my business, it's Let's Have a Bash. And um, that's on Twitter, Facebook, um, pretty much everything, uh, Instagram as well. I would love to have it. Um, go to the Let's Have a Bash.com um, website and send us a message. And let's be friends. I like collecting friends and I'm often found to be saying, hey girl, hey, and everybody is a friend. You know, if not, then I'm sorry. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, Miss Tracy Van B for blessing thank us you. with wisdom tonight. Um, words of encouragement, words of confidence, words of dealing with self-doubt. Um, I hope that we get to do this again. I hope you enjoyed yourself. I did. Thank you so much. And and kudos to you for what you're doing for the people. It only takes one, but I'm sure there's going to be more than one. Thank you for what you're doing. And I'll come back anytime you'll have me. Thank you so much. I'm going to thank everybody for listening. You're listening to Sinitra, and this is my podcast, Gen X Women Building Self-Confidence and Pimp Slapping Self-Doubt. Talk to y'all next week.